DW. The 77%. It's at that time again we meet here at the 77%, your weekly show that gives you a chance to be part of the debate shaping the African continent. My name is Jen Nyinge in Bonn, Germany, and today we are discussing an issue that I know many of you won't be free to openly talk about. And that is uh, the habit of some couples denying each other sex as a form of punishment. I've done that before. We had a disagreement with my husband. I refused to have sex because I knew that I would be pretending. I wouldn't be in in the right mental state. Well, right mental state or not, that conversation coming up shortly in a debate with DW's Miriam Kaliza and her panel in Malawi. And in Tanzania... For three years, there wasn't any intimacy with my wife. It was only once a week, so it was like four times a month. This situation negatively impacted me and diminished my worth as a man and as a husband. That's Ernest Komba bitterly complaining about getting to have sex with his wife only once a week. Is once a week good enough or how often should it be? We will get the views of a marriage counselor. You can also be part of this conversation by heading onto our Facebook page, DW Africa, where we are asking, are married couples using conjugal rights to punish each other? Peter Kosam Chikweza in Malawi says sometimes women need to be heard, loved, and handled with care. Lack of necessary provisions can make women crazy, and they can seal the Garden of Eden. Hassan Mohamed Yafi in Nigeria says hypocrisy destroying families. This is the reason why we have broken families. Never wait because denial of conjugal rights is enough to show that that marriage won't last. Thanks a lot for all your comments. Keep them coming on our Facebook page, DW Africa. When marriages are intact, not only do the couples enjoy their union, but if they have children, it creates a safe and loving environment where all members of the family thrive. There are several issues that can ruin a marriage, including gender-based violence, which affects both men and women. Apart from using physical aggression, partners can also torture one another by refusing to have sex. For instance, in Tanzania, cases of gender-based violence against men are on the rise with 870 reported cases this year across 18 regions. Not only are men being battered by their wives, but they are also denied sex. Ernest Komba is one of the victims. He narrates his story. The first time my wife abused me, she slapped me so hard that I felt dizzy. It didn't stop there. It became a habit. She again hit me twice with a bottle on the head, and I passed out. Her blows got stronger, and she could hit me in the private parts. Frightened, I began to fear for my life, but was afraid to speak out. If I told anyone, who would believe me? And who would even understand? On the outside, she was a kind person. I started to worry that I would lose my life. 
samaki kutokana na mazingira yenyewe kwamba ilikuwa naogopa nisikapoteza maisha na istosha sasa hata ile haki yangu ya ndoa na kuwa siipati kwa wakati for three years there wasn't any intimacy with my wife it was only once a week so it was like four times a month this situation negatively impacted me and diminished my worth as a man and as a husband and my rights as a human being that was a Tanzanian Ernest Komba a victim of domestic violence he couldn't tolerate the situation anymore and he ended up terminating his marriage and starting a new life Ernest has also founded an organization that supports men facing domestic abuse from their partners Let's now move the discussion to Malawi where our correspondent Miriam Akaliza will look deeper into the topic with the help of a panel of young couples and a marriage counselor because it's an issue affecting so many couples it doesn't matter where you are they will specifically address the problem of couples punishing each other by refusing to have sex Miriam the floor is all yours As Malawi is commemorating the 16 days of gender activism, let's talk about forms of abuse married people go through. Oftentimes, what comes out prominent in our discussions is violence perpetrated against women, but I hear there's a new form of domestic violence as perpetrators have adopted a new way to punish their victims, denying them sex. Yes, sex. Mind you, this goes both ways. I know some people may have reservations on the topic, but I think it's high time we discussed this controversial topic in order for us to help those that are going through it. Do stay there as my able panel comprising of these young married people, Chisomo Banda, Faustina Mkandawire, Chimwe Kujaliwa, as well as a marriage counselor, um Teresa Masauli, who helped me Miriam Kaliza and pack the topic. Right into it. I know the people on this panel are married, but obviously the time frame differs. So I would want to know, Fostina, how long have you been married for? Me and my husband have been married for nine years. We got married in 2014 and 2023 happens to be our ninth year in marriage. For Chisomo, he told me he's three months old in marriage, such a new couple. Uh, Chisomo, any experiences of your wife denying you sex because she's angry with you? I haven't experienced this thing but uh it's something that is yes happening <laughs> I w- I'm interested would you do it though like deny her sex simply because you're angry with her I don't think I'm kind of that person that uh I would uh, do something like that to my partner and I don't think my partner would do something like that to me because um there are things that uh, happen in in, in marriage you that you wouldn't sometimes avoid they may be uh getting someone angry but he, he shouldn't go to the extent that uh, that person would do deny you your conjugal rights <laughs> i see fostina you're itching to say something would you do it or have you ever done it i've done it before i cannot refuse we had a disagreement with my husband and i'm not in the right capacity i'm not in the right mental state because sex is about pleasure if you're not going to get pleasure from it then it's just a waste so i've done that before It's not something that's right. It's wrong. And for you, Mumwe, I know you've been married for quite some time. Is this an issue in your household? Do you deny each other sex for trivial issues? I think we we are just all sex animals here. So I don't think that has been a pertinent for both of us. We have never treated anything like uh, 
goes to sex to be a punishment. So I haven't experienced that. Well, social mama, you're telling me that uh, even if when you're angry with each other, your sex life remains intact. We'll be mad at ourselves. Okay, we'll be mad at each other, but not like it will affect our sex life. You know, some of these things to us is, is culture. You just have to have sex because if it's if it's him, he's angry with me. I think it won't even take a week or two. <laughs> it's just a day, which is normal for us not to have sex a day or two. But I wouldn't take that as a punishment. And one other thing that I can tell you is uh, we have always used uh, sex in our house as a sorry. Yeah, something that will, that will bring us together. Yeah, we'll talk, and after that talk, okay, we had some mis- misunderstandings, but after that talk, we'll always have sex. That's how we do it here. We have always taken it as something that will bring us together as a family, and it has always been like that. Like, if we are mad at each other, we'll still come back together and have sex. And just after having sex, I think that's the end of the story. Nobody's going to start all over that story. We are like, no, that one is gone, we're done. It has been settled. Yeah, so that's what I can say that we have never used uh, sex as uh, some form of uh, punishment to each other. Back to Faustina, what may really cause this in marriage? Do you think it is a form of an, um, of an abuse? One of the most commonly talked about abuse nowadays is couples refusing to have sex with each other in the marriage, sleeping in different rooms, giving each other silent treatments. This is an abuse because it puts either the husband or the wife in a difficult state because being married you expect that the two of you will be intimate with one another you'll be happy together you'll be having frequent sex having it whenever each one of you wants it but when one of you is refusing each other and then you know that there's a problem this sort of punishment, in my point of view, in marriage, you refuse to have sex with your husband sometimes because you are trying to express yourself, because you are angry with what he did, you are angry because of how he talked to you, how he treated you. So you're trying to prove a point that, honey or darling, th- what you did was wrong. That being said, that's not a way of resolving conflict in marriage. Indeed, you are listening to the latest edition of the 77% Show with me, Miriam Kaliza, all the way from Lilongwe, Malawi. Today's topic focuses on married couples punishing each other by denying their better half conjugal rights. And just to remind you, on the panel today, I have these young married people, Chisomo Banda, Fosinam Kandawire, and Shimwe Kujaliwa, as well as a marriage counselor, Teresa Masauli. Before we get back into the discussion, let's head back to the main studio in Bonn, Germany, where my colleague Jane is on standby with some of the comments that you left on our Facebook page, DW Africa. Going straight to your comments, Ruben H. Siwala in Zambia says, why get married in the first place if you'll be denying your partner? conjugal rights. The reason we marry as Christians is to have it legally and freely. So if your partner is denying you that, please, you have the right to divorce them. From Liberia, Patrick Papi Getty Jr. says there should be a well-structured school to teach people about family and the responsibilities of each member, be it mother, that is the wife, 
father, that is the husband and children. It's very important. Another comment is from Tendai Bepute in Zimbabwe who says it happens with couples. One can't engage in sex when he or she is angry over something the other partner did. I'll say it's normal, so it's a matter of how long. Thanks a lot for all your comments. This is the 77%. My name is Jane Nyinge here in Bonn, Germany. Let's now go back to Miriam in Malawi to continue with that interesting discussion. Back to our debate. I would like to know, anyone can pick this question. I mean, how is sex important in marriage? Let's start with Chisomo. In, in marriage, I think uh, it becomes, uh, sex becomes very important. Uh, builds you together, it cements you as, as partners. I would say it is important that uh, every time you have a setback with your partner, it's good that you sit down and, and talk issues out, uh, iron things out, in not in a conflict way, but in a way that uh, you come to an understanding. Yeah. What about you, Faustina? Sex is very important in marriage. It brings a couple together. Therefore, if you two are not having sex, it shows that something is not right. Being angry in marriage, it affects every aspect of your marriage. It affects communication, it affects the happiness of the home, and it culminates to the bedroom. Sex is also affected. Therefore, you start punishing one another. And the end result is that either one of you might start cheating, Something which is very dangerous because you might bring sexually transmitted diseases in the home. You might affect how your marriage has been in the past. Because when you start seeing other people, it affects how you love your partner. And now our marriage counselor, Mrs. Trizak Masawuli. How important is sex in marriage? Marriage and sex goes together because of the following reasons. Uh, marriage increases intimacy between romantic uh, partners. And uh, secondly, I can say that regular sex helps reduce the rates of divorce among couples. Uh, it also offers physical and psychological health of partners. That is to include removing stress and also improving sleep among the married couples. You know, nowadays, a lot of people are going, uh, fighting divorce, not because they don't like each other or they don't love each other. Uh, when you go deep or probe more from both of the partners, uh, you hear one of them like complaining that uh, uh, his or her conjugal rights are being infringed. So when sex is being done regularly among married couples, it uh, helps to reduce the rates of divorce. Interesting, right back at you. Others would want to know if marriage then revolves around sex. Uh, it's obvious that sex plays a big role in as far as marriage is concerned. Uh, but it shouldn't be the only thing that keeps couples together. People can do a lot in marriage together rather than just sex. Some sweet conversation between couples can complement marriage. Going out together, frequent texting, and also complimenting each other. So it's not only about sex. Great stuff. Uh, Chisomo, I would like to know, do you have any rules in your household when it comes to sex? Yes, there is a law. <laughs> when someone wants sex, I think you have to do it. That's, that's, that's the law with, an, with a mutual understanding. <laughs> what about you, Shumama? We don't have the rules for ourselves. I think we just enjoy the ride. 
Wow, short to the point. And uh, Teresa, I would like to know, what are the, some of the cardinal rules of marriage? Uh, in every marriage, uh, there are some rules or the center of the marriage. But biblically, I can say that there is commitment, there is trust, there is communication. Uh, these are like the cardinal rules of marriage. In marriage, when there are these pillars, it means the marriage will go for years and years together. Interesting debate we are having here in Lilongwe. I would also want to know um, any advice to your fellow young married couples listening to this program right now. Um, there are so many punishments that you can use, but not with sex. One thing that keeps us together, it's that thing that God created just for the two of us. Yeah, to enjoy, to bond. So when you get there, enjoy your life with it and always be there for your husband, for your wife, if he needs it, if you want it, because it was meant to be enjoyed. What about you, Jisomo? When you, you get uh, conflict with, with your partner, I don't think uh, the best way is to, to deny them uh, sexual rights. Uh, there's a best way of handling these things. Talk things out. Our marriage counsellor, uh, Teresa, what's your final advice to young people, to young couples out there? Uh, my only advice is to say keep God on top of your marriage. Uh, secondly, I can say that do not lie, argue productively, and your marriage will not collapse. So one needs to be mature enough, uh, that is mentally, economically, spiritually, and also physically. And finally, Faustina, take it off, please. Refusing each other sex, it's not a good thing. There are many ways of resolving conflicts in a marriage. For example, when I refused sex to my husband, like I said, because he angered me, we discussed what he did that I saw was wrong. He apologized and we moved on. But in special cases where a couple thinks that their issue is beyond them, they cannot resolve it on their own, it's good to seek counseling. It's good to seek advice from a couple that you look up to from a pastor marriage counselors i strongly condemn the tendency of refusing each other sex because i've done it before it's not a good thing you see that your partner is affected emotionally they're affected mentally you put them in an awkward situation they start assuming maybe you are having extramarital affairs maybe you don't find them attractive anymore or worse still that you are thinking of divorcing because the whole essence of being married is having sex. And when you're not doing it, it shows that you are not committed to that marriage. Many thanks, Faustina, for summing it up beautifully. I hope you at home have learned a thing or two about the topic today. I've had these young married people, Chisomo Banda, Faustina Mkandawire, and Shumeme Kujaliwa, as well as a marriage counselor. Teresa Masauli. Until next time, I've been your host, Miriam Kaliza, all the way from Lilongwe, Malawi. Bye for now, and I now hand you back to Bonn, Germany. Thanks a lot, Miriam, and your panel. Indeed, a lot of information to digest there, but the most important thing to remember is in a family life, love is the oil that eases friction. 
the cement that binds closer together and the music that brings harmony. With that, we come to the end of this week's edition of the 77%. If you want to listen again, it's on our website, dw.com forward slash Africa, or go to Spotify and search for DW Africa. My name is Jen Nyinge. Ciao.